Hello and welcome again to the Canadian Border Patrol. I'm Ryan. And I'm Jordan. I'm a Canadian. I am an American. And uh, look, we're going to need everybody to make a One really of the chosen neat... few. Yeah, 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 yeah. Say whatever you want. You just get in the line, get in the line, stay in the lines. Look, we're going to have to be really orderly about this. we got a lot of people to process. I'm at the end of my rope. I don't know what to do. I actually think that doesn't even work. I think some other group has already claimed that. Has already claimed what? A chosen, the chosen uh, few. I don't Isn't know. that is that Jewish? Jewish I think people? that might be Jewish people. Okay, maybe. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. But it wouldn't I was be just American to make if you a couldn't just take it away from somebody. Yep. That's that's a very American. <laughs> that's thing. the American way. <laughs> that's the American way. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So it's called innovation. Mm. We innovated it away. <laughs> It's called. We're not. We're not trying to be an empire at all. No, 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 no. Hey, hey, Puerto Rico, you looking pretty good right now. It's oh, you looking like a snack. It's capitalism. Yo, yo, Philippines, what you that? What you doing? Yo, Philippines, what you doing? I'm coming over. Best get ready. All right. Enough about the yeah. greatness of America. What are we talking about today? Uh, well, actually, first you had something. You had. A, you had a bit. You had something you wanted me oh, to yeah. explain. Canada, explain yourself. Oh, it's a Canada, explain yourself. We're doing one. Saw what do this, you want me to explain? Saw this Letter Kenny. I hear it's an uh, excellent show. Letter Kenny bit. Mm-hmm. Letter Kenny's on in Ontario, right? Yeah. Ontario. Mm-hmm. Show, I guess, is pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Super, a lot of Canadianisms yeah. in there. And it's a funny little, hilarious, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, but I just don't understand any of it or if that's really how Canadians feel about Canadian gooses, mm. Canadian geese. Uh, yeah, yeah, they call yeah. them Canadian gooses in the in the in the bit. Yeah. But yeah. they go they're going off on Canadian geese. Yeah, you showed me the I've actually not seen it. Um I I hear it's good and the bit you showed me, it's very good. I might have to actually pick that up. Uh it's reminding me of some other rural Canadian uh shows like say Corner, almost like corn, like an angry corner gas is what it sounds like. Or like if corner, the look of corner is gas. That a show? What is it? What did you call it? Corner gas. Corner gas. Yeah, it is. That's with, a show. It's a show with the comedian Brett Butt. He's a guy who's Brett in, Butt. Brett Butt. That is his name. It's a great name. <laughs> uh, and he's this dude in um, what do you call it? Uh, somewhere in Saskatchewan, I think. It's it's another like small town life sort of thing. Rural gotcha. Life. Saskatchewan is the uh, middle. Is one of the middle ones. It's yeah. it's uh, there's there's Manitoba and then there's Saskatchewan and both of them are big wheat countries. Manitoba is the first one after Ontario, then Saskatchewan is after that. Manitoba has no, actually nobody knows okay. what order they're in. It's not the one with the cartographers actually oftentimes mix it up. Yeah. It's yeah. not the, you know, I think if I remember correctly, the thing about Saskatchewan is it is the most boring province we have in terms of shape and it's fine. I'm not going to continue that joke because that's mean and I don't want to be that guy. Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. It is, it's the big rectangle of Canada. Do they have a giant rectangle? Do the people there have lots of sass? They. Are they a sassy folk? I believe, probably. <laughs> Brett Butt there certainly was and that sort of dry like. Oh, you want me to do something? Yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and he, he, I'm was a lazy. On, he was on Corner Gas. He was on Corner Gas. It was just a bunch of rural guys. Greg like, Butts. Brett Butt, yeah. Brett Butt. Brett Butt. He ran a gas station. He was just, he was the guy <laughs> who ran the gas station where nothing happened. Uh, except because it's a small town, a lot of stuff happens, but it's like that 
that small town funny where you kind of have to just live there to remember the time that right. so-and-so spilled the coffee all over himself. And literally the entire town knew because the entire town was in the diner at the time because the town has like 20 people. And that's what kind of Letterkenny is, right? Like, And that's what it sounds like, yeah. At least I've, I've never actually seen the show. I saw this YouTube mm-hmm. clip. Except it's uh, also reminding so it me seems of like they're just sitting there, like they're just sitting on the side of the some very rural much road, that, right? Yeah. Corn gas had a lot of him just sitting in the gas station. Nope, nothing happening, nothing going on. Well, I mean, it is Canada, right? So. There's a large uh, Canada. Well, let's be honest, Canada is a huge country. There are a lot of urban areas where there's a lot of stuff going on, but there's a lot of rural. And I know from rural, there's not a lot happening. Not a lot going like, down. Not a lot going down, like not a lot of, like there's stuff going, like any place is going to generate stuff that is going on. It's just what you consider things happening depends on where you come from. And like to somebody like me, like I'm, I'm in this weird place being from Newfoundland where St. John's is, it's a small, big city, if you know what I mean. Like it's not a big city, but it has all the stuff going on of a big city, if that makes any sense. Um and well in the united states we have cow tipping and incest <laughs> that's what the Queer rural folks get up to yeah and then there's there's a certain it's it's that whole rural thing what i was going to say is st john's is not that far away from rural newfoundland it's literally like you can go half an hour and you're in basically outport newfoundland in fact there is a part in st john's called the battery that looks just like outport newfoundland and you can get there on like a bus you can just drive there and it's just you keep going down the end of the of the waterfront, and you'll be there eventually. And then you're there. And then you're there. It's not exactly the same, but it's kind of the same. Um, oh, the other thing that show is reminding me of is Trailer Park Boys. It feels like it's got the energy of Trailer Park Boys in the sense of, like, these guys all seem like kind of lovable assholes. I had the Trailer Park Boys beer. I think it was like a uh, – yeah. they, they – uh, what do you what do you call it in Ontario where you get beer from? The beer store? The beer store. God that, how damn the it, Ontario. Fuck did I not remember that? Like, you know, like everywhere else? It's called the beer store. Like how, what a simple name and I couldn't remember it. There is a I have had thing. a lot of coffee to drink today, everybody. <laughs> I am <laughs> so really your brain is like racing. Out. What's that place? What's that store with the beer? What's that the, store, the, the store with the, the beer? beer? The store that has the beer, the beer it's having got store. The beer and it's a store. What's it called? The Ale Establishment. <laughs> That's it. The Ale Establishment. That's for fancy The Stout Mall. That's where you get the artisanal hops mm-hmm. uh, brewed in small batches. We made it. Seasonal. <laughs> seasonal choices hey. selected by a finely mustachioed yeah. uh, 20-something. Hold on, hold on. Let me twist my mustache. I got a bit of that. I got the beard going on. I could... All I need is suspenders and a plaid shirt, and I can probably pass for one of those guys. Well, you, um, you, I need you, a bit more mustache wax. Hold on, hold on. Eh? I eh? think you would need to be able to eh? talk about uh, hops, bands that nobody's heard of, and hops. You wouldn't know them. Um, oh, my glasses need to be significantly. I need, I need my glasses twenty percent more horn rimmed. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those glasses aren't going to cut it, right? Those are too. They, you you got those in Beijing. I know you got those here. I you do. got those here in China. Here's the thing. I need to replace my glasses. And I'm like, I'm looking around at the glasses stores here. I'm like, I don't like any of this shit here. And I also don't like being followed around the store because I'm uh, I, the social 
the things, like all the people of our time, because social is bad and I don't like it. And there's an internet and I can get the things I want without. Yeah, maybe just wait having. till you get. Maybe just wait till you get home for the. When I get home, I'm gonna go on Warby Parker and I'm gonna buy glasses on there. So it's gonna be all horn rims all day. <laughs> oh God. Um. Okay, so back to, to yep. back to that clip. The, yep. the important part of what I was trying to clarify mm-hmm. is the uh, the love because they get like irate over the the golf course trying to shoo away the um, the Canadian the, the Canadian Canada gooses. Yeah, I keep try, mm-hmm. trying to avoid saying gooses because it doesn't it like doesn't sound right in my ear. It sounded right when they said it in the bit. That was that little mm-hmm. sketch that was funny, but when I say it, it doesn't sound right to me. But can the Canadian geese are trying to get rid of them, and then they're getting irate uh, about it. Um, yeah, there's you know what? There's a couple of things I think that that hits into. Number one, Canada goose definitely a symbol of Canada, and like it, it's one of those things. Like every goose is an asshole, just a giant ball of hate. But Canada gets a few. We are a we all we try to be, we strive to be a nice and a polite country. But there is darkness under there. There's some there's some hate and there's some anger, you know? You don't go through the cold winter, mm, you know, without, without generating the cold some, of the dark. Yeah, you don't live in the north without generating a certain level of hate. Yeah, how many, we have to focus it all onto a few people. We got a we got a few. We got Don Cherry, we got our Don Cherry, we got our Justin Bieber, and we got our Canada Gooses, and you do not fuck with them. They are necessary. How many movies of like where there's like some mm. sort of weird, intense violence? Mm. Like they all take, they always take place in the cold. Like, yeah, <laughs> in the cold and the oh, dark. God, who was the? I'm trying to remember. There's some some sort of um, artsy director who I think is Canadian who did like a whole lot of like weird body horror movies. He did one I think it was called Existence that was out around the same time as The Matrix and kind of got buried mm. by it. Right, and it had this whole thing of like. These people, I think they were supposed to be in a game. And one of the things they had was like guns that were made of flesh that shot teeth. I what? can't think of who I'm thinking of. Is, is this a Canadian movie or this I is just something Canadian. like that? What we also had The Sweet Hereafter, which is basically a, a, just a giant thing about a bus goes o- goes into a lake and everybody dies. And the rest of the movie is everybody feeling very bad about it, honestly, understandably, because a whole lot of people died on a bus crash. Anyway, hmm. sorry, that brought the room down. Jesus. Um, a whole, yeah, well, you can never really, where, where do you go after, from, oh, a whole lot of people died death. in a bus crash. Where do you go after child death? Oh, God. Damn it. Now I've made myself sad. <laughs> All right. Um, what was the other thing? I think there's a certain thing of it of, like, uh, when you've got, you know, sort of rural places, but it's like, it's a golf course, right? Golf course, that's upper class stuff. The guys who you're seeing that are, like, middle-ish look they're not upper class whatever upper class means for canada they're not rich Mm -hmm. folks right so there's a certain level of thinking like these guys these rich folk are assholes and the goose didn't do anything to them the goose is just part of nature the goose is just part of life and you're supposed to let that stuff lie we live here they live there if they are coming onto our land you just kind of let it go like what does the woman says like you just get your dog to go around it and you move on with your day you don't need to get rid of them. They're there. You're there. And it's all fine. You know, mm-hmm. you, you learn to live with them because that's what you're supposed to do. But then there's this idea of like this rich asshole is trying to shove them out of the out of the way because they're inconvenient. Like, fuck off with that. Yeah. Leave the goddamn goose alone. Yeah. You know, like Donald Trump was trying to uh, have Scotland take down some. Um, yeah. Uh, 
wind power things that were making his golf course look uh mm-hmm. he didn't like the views off his golf course and yeah. then he like lost his huge legal battle exactly i was just trying to make a comparison to the united yeah. states fuck donald trump <laughs> I, I don't even want to i don't even want to that, that's the that's the equivalent of a bus crash uh <laughs> conversational what do you bus crash donald trump you have a party is what you say. i don't know um, what was the other thing? Oh, there was something else I thought while I was watching that of like, I look at those guys and that's like small town Ontario. Right. But there was so much of the way that they're like dressed and styled. Yeah. That is, there's a slight, like slight clothing difference and it could be also rural Newfoundland. Sure. I, I mean, they're, they're wearing mm-hmm. like farming clothes, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that could be, that could not be that Iowa. Far off from fishing I actually clothes. don't know a whole lot about Iowa, but I feel mm. like that could be, those could be like people yeah. in Iowa. I, I have heard a number of people on a podcast I listen to, a DV one, who have mentioned Letterkenny, and they're from the States. So I'm betting they're like, like there's something about this that reminds me of things. Or Yeah, um, sure. For me, there was this Irish show called uh, Mrs. Brown's Boys that when we uh, found it, it was like, oh, my God, that sounds like so many people from back home. Because Newfoundland has a huge Irish heritage. Right, right. You know? So there's so much of it like, oh, my God. And then uh, also I'm watching um, the YouTuber Jacksepticeye, who is Irish. And every so often he'll be like, go on, boys! Like, he always shouts. Just always is shouting. I don't but, even know who that is. And some dude. But he'll, he'll like, he'll uh, refer to the, the boys. And they're like, oh, my God, he's using anything. Like, he's using our speech. He's one of us. Ah. My people from across the land, across the ocean, there, across so the some, deeps. There's some... There's some Irish in the, uh, mm-hmm. in the, like the Newfie yeah. inflection. You know how when you get a small island, you get weird stuff going on with evolution where you have a, uh, a certain gene pool that is allowed to exist on its own for an significant amount of time. Right. That happened with our language. Right. Right. Our language is a hor- Our language is a horrible mutated thing. Right. Cause <laughs> a it's beautifully just, mutated. It's thing. so remote, right? Yeah. Like Newfoundland is just not connected well, to. People came there from old, from like uh, old England. Yeah. Well, not old England. They, they came there from England, right? They came there with uh, sort of like the all. Look at all the west coast of of Great Britain. You got the Irish folk. We didn't really get any Scottish folk. They went to Nova Scotia, uh, but we got a lot of people from the south west coast of of the UK. So I bet there was probably some Welsh folk, but there was definitely a lot of people from uh, Dorset region. Uh, or Poole and Dorset, I think, is the area. It's the area around uh, Stonehenge. Oh, okay. Yeah. I the remember Druids. The Dru- I remember going there and going to Stonehenge and having this beautiful day and just looking out over the landscape and seeing this like beautiful dots of forest amongst massive those damn uh, sun worshippers. It was the it was this incredible beautiful place and I'm like, why did my people ever leave? This is beautiful. And then I thought about it years later. It's like, oh, because it was nonstop shit for you socially. It's like, maybe the land is mm. great, but guys still got his like boot on my fucking neck all day, every day. And so I left and then I got to Newfoundland and new boots, you know, it's always new boots, new boots, um, new boots on new necks. New boots, new it's necks. the way of my people. <laughs> all right. What, we, what, anyway, what yeah. is our main point today? Letterkenny. Letterkenny. Check. The, those, you know, those guys trying to defend those geese. They're like heroes. Those are, they they're are like, heroes. Superheroes. Yeah. Ah. Standing tall. That's our topic. Our topic, Canadian superheroes. Good segue. Uh, yeah. So I've done a now, bunch. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'll just clarify. Mm-hmm. You told me that this is, we're going to 
talk about superheroes, I can't think of a single Canadian superhero that I've ever heard of. Uh, I've got a couple that are sort of basic ones. Uh, the first one that's most important is my uh, old uh, City of Heroes character. My uh, my OC, Do Not Steal, TM, 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 TM. What is it? That is my character from the old MMO, City of Heroes. I made a Canadian superhero. You made a Canadian superhero in, the front. in a, what is it? City a, of Heroes? City of Heroes. It was an MMO, like, you know, like your uh, Worlds worlds of Warcraft oh. or your Ever's Quests. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I played World of Warcraft. Yeah. The City of Heroes was neat because it was a whole superhero one. And it had this amazing character creator. And so I made this character who I called True North. True North. True North. He was a defender type because, of and course, he was. Just to describe it, it is a, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Canadian flag personified. I mean, yep. it looks like what <laughs> I would imagine the Canadian. Remember, remember um, uh, Rex Quando from Napoleon Dynamite? Oh, I was wearing the giant. Yeah, like, he's, this is Canadian Rex Quando. <laughs> Except yeah. he's got a cool suit and not a lame suit. You think you could give it? You think you can give anyone a roundhouse kick wearing a pair of pants like those? <laughs> and actually, here's the funny thing. Uh, well, you know, I'll, I'll go to some of the other actual superheroes. Okay, so. Oh, so we're going to just bypass that one? Well, that, I'm, I'm going to put a that popular one. one? I, I, like, I played World of Warcraft for a little while. I made but that character up. I didn't. Um, you could create your own hero entirely. It could oh, be yeah? anything. Uh, actually, if huh, you want to see cool. old. No, they did Champions Online. That was a different one. Champions Online was another cool superhero uh, MMO, I think, still exists. Um, Griffin McElroy and Griffin and Travis, no, Griffin and Justin did a Monster Squad. Not Monster Squad. What do I think of Monster Squad is Monster Factory because it's Munch Squad. Never mind. Uh, they, <laughs> they did a Monster Factory in uh, okay. Champions Online, which is not unlike City of Heroes, um, where they made what's it called Knife Dad. It's a good one. Watch it. It's I don't. I don't know. Okay, never mind. Um, anyway, I just wanted to show you that one. It was just something I had thought of, like, oh, it's my little yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. That's cool. I didn't know that they had a uh, a superhero MMO like that. That's yeah, interesting. You had you could really like there was a lot of options for designing your character, right? Uh, and getting it getting that look right. Um, yeah, there, there was a lot of good stuff with that. Uh, so I want to get some other Canadian superheroes. Okay. Ones you have heard of that you don't know are Canadian. And actually, you should know that one of them is Canadian because we did the Heritage Minutes. We did those Heritage Minutes. I one remember those, yeah. Do you remember? You taught me all about Canadian history. Yeah, and one of the bits of history was and Superman. How boring it was. It was just as boring as American. Just up. as boring as the history I had to sit in in high school. Okay, fine. All right, at least, at least you're being equal opportunity boring. Oh, yeah. Okay, no, yeah. it's equal opportunity boring. Okay, so... Uh, I'm going to start with... But maybe, actually, you're, maybe Canadian is a little more boring. We invented Superman. Not quite equal. We invented Superman. Listen, we invented Superman. How does well, that strike you? Oh, I, I don't believe you. And okay. if that is true, mm -hmm. then we made it better. Okay, admittedly, a lot of the creation of it was... And so then hmm. um, Zack Snyder made it worse. Yeah, a little bit, <laughs> little bit he did. Yeah. Wonder Woman's great though, but that's well, not was that, Yeah, I did like one. Of, they were all too long and like too uh, too set. They didn't have the like the fun mm. 
of the the Mar- the Marvel stuff, mm-hmm. right? Like the Marvel ones are kind of fun and yeah. they don't take themselves too seriously. The and the DC ones, the DC ones, it's like oh, we got to be dark because Christopher Nolan was yeah. dark. That he those were awesome. So let's also be dark and I gritty. Feel, I feel like they're starting to get out of that. Aquaman kind of got out of that with this whole like I'm just a, I'm just basically yes, a frat yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's true. Also, Aquaman was he, awesome. Yeah, and yeah, some but of that. I think a lot I'm of that was because sure. of Jason Momoa. Yeah. Um, they actually shot cool. part of Aquaman in uh, in and around St. John's. There's a scene like where he's in the bar and he's coming out of the bar and that lady goes to talk to him. That is in a uh, that's in a, a outport type community, like a, a more like rural fishing around a bay community that is not too far from St. John's. And there's a bit where they're showing all the devastation, like the Atlanteans have sent their garbage and their random ships to like just smash into coastal cities. Mm. And one of them is St. John's. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, and so I can see, like, there's a goddamn aircraft carrier that smashed into a entire chunk of downtown St. John's. I'm like, I, that flashed by too quickly, but I bet I know where that is if I could actually see that for more than a fraction of a second. I'd be able to pinpoint it <laughs> on a map. Yeah, exactly. Shift. All yeah, right, we'll get back to Superman. What are you babbling here about okay. Can- Canadians invented Superman? So, Superman was invented by... Uh, Two guys. And is invented the right word when you talk yeah. about like a fictional character? Like created. Created. It was created yeah. by this uh, pair of guys, um, one of whom is a guy named Joe Schuster. Joe Schuster was born in Toronto, spent a lot of his formative years in Toronto, but left at around age 10, 11 uh, okay. when his family moved to Cleveland. Uh, and at high school there, he met up with the other guy whose name I think is Drew Carey. Simon? Jim Simon? James Simon? I gotta, shoot, I should have looked that part up. But that wasn't the important part. Some other okay. dude who is American. All right. Uh, right? And Jerry Siegel. I did write him down. Jerry Siegel. Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster invented Superman. Then had it essentially, they didn't really read the contract right. They didn't have the best agents. Or okay. didn't have agents because that was pre that time. And so, you know, when they kind of got screwed over when it came to the rights for Superman. And then what, DC... Uh... DC kind of gave him a shitty uh, contract. Like, we created this character. Okay, cool. You now work for us. We own him. And the only thing you have is that you're getting a paycheck from us. Now, that's the American way. That's the American way. Yeah. That's that's the American way. Forget the truth justice part. That's just that part. Anyway. I um, always thought, I thought, like, Superman was some sort of um, American part of the uh, propaganda for, like... Uh, Fighting Nazis in World he War II. He was using that whole fighting Nazis time. Okay. But then so was, when it was the war on, every superhero that the, anybody had made was fighting Nazis. There's there's a Captain America one where he's punching, like that's literally the plot of Captain America, the first movie. He's going and punching Nazis. Punching Nazis. Punching Nazis with a shield. Anyway, um, so uh, Joe Schuster was Canadian. And the, uh, by the way, one of Joe Schuster's cousin was a guy named Frank Schuster. And Frank Schuster was one half of this comedy duo called Wayne Schuster, which is, I've, I remember seeing them. They're funny guys. They're like sort of, I think they started in like the 60s, but they ran for decades, just kept on running. Um, they were actually really popular on Ed Sullivan's show. Ed Sullivan like kept bringing them back oh, okay. on, on his show. I just love those guys. Um, some parts were actually, according to uh, Schuster, were based on this time in Canada. So Schuster, as a oh, kid, holy shit, Ryan, is that those are all notes? That those are all written? notes I made. Oh, I wow. spent time okay. on this, man. Okay, all right, I see. Yeah. I see. There's some I'm real, research. real effort being spent I've here. I've got sources. 
And it will be in the show notes. See, that's the um, Canadian way. You do yeah. all of that work, and I am going to just put my name on it. Exactly. Wait, what? <laughs> what are we doing? What's happening? I'm going to put my name on it. Well, at least the good things happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Schuster sold, as a kid, sold papers for uh, Toronto, the Toronto Star, one of the big, uh, I think the biggest newspaper in Toronto. And the Daily Planet was originally going to be named the Daily Star. He had based this, uh, his idea of how a newspaper worked was the Toronto Star gotcha. as well. Oh, we, right, 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 right. We, yeah, the t- the um because he worked for the newspaper, right? The um, yeah. Clark Kent. Yeah, yeah. What the, was it called? It was called the Daily Star. It, they were originally Schuster's idea was originally to call it the Daily Star. And what's and the name of the city? It's a fake city. What's it called? Metropolis. Metropolis. Oh, and that's the other thing. And Metropolis. Is that Toronto? Metropolis is Toronto. Because when Schuster moved to Cleveland, it was like this city sucks. Yeah, right. You don't Toronto want Cleveland. Is awesome. your, yeah, Cleveland is not your back. Yeah. Town. But it's not supposed to be New York. It's I'd always thought that. I always thought that this idea of like metropolis is like yeah. New York at its best. It's most But the original awesome. idea was yeah. Toronto. Like I mean yeah. it can really be any major metropolitan area now, sure. right? Like it, it's not that big of a difference. People yeah. yeah, I always people ask me that about like uh, uh you know, we've been to Hong Kong a bunch of times and New York mm-hmm. and oh what's the difference? Which one do you like? It's like they're both just big fucking concrete jungles right? like i don't know that one is really that much different than the other right like they both have some of their own little they have their own personality i guess mm-hmm. in certain ways but you know once you're there for more than a couple of days it's like these are just both fucking concrete jungles right like it's not a so, so then you can be city. replaced with anything you're not a city liker or you are i mean i can go i like for a couple of days Okay. For a couple of days. I really like those big cities. Like when it's Hong Kong, it's like I can just go anywhere and get amazing food from all over. All over the world. Yeah, that's so much stuff. That's to awesome. Do see. That's really cool. Uh, it, they all have sort of have different, like slightly different styles, but I get what you mean. There's something about a big city that is big cityness. It's just big city. Yeah. And then you lose, like after, uh, no, I mean, I get it. Mm. I get it. I love the, um, uh, these places that kind of, aggregate all of these you know the best of all mm. these cu- cultures in one place yeah, and yeah. you can get these incredible meals mm. um and just has a really super diverse population of mm. interesting people yeah however once you get beyond that for a couple of days i'm sure if you if you live there right like i don't live it mm-hmm. I, I just i couldn't handle the pace right they're always mm. too fast paced for me yeah i'm a i'm a s- slow mover <laughs> um oh yeah I remember that in, in, in New York. I was like, everybody thinks New York is an asshole. And I think I just realized they're not. They're just, they have shit to do. And they yeah, got to get it done now. And they don't have time to wait around for you. So yeah. it's well, kind of you, Well, because in order to actually afford to live there, you yeah. have to be working 24-7. grind. And the only way you can do mm. that is with a massive cocaine or methamphetamine addiction. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you get, really get mm. some real testy people. Yeah. I was going to say earlier, I, I thought that, like, it's almost like Metropolis and Gotham are, like, two sides of New York. And now I know it's just like, yeah, no, Gotham is just New York. It's shitty. And it's always has been. Yeah. <laughs> so Gotham is, like, the dark Metropolis. Gotham, it seems like, yeah, there's sort of a counter Because there's always that, been that counterpoint between Batman and Superman of, like, the Boy Scout versus the guy who's willing to, uh, the guy who goes dark to get things done. 
you know. I do like, I, so I, I actually like, so I just went on a kind of a, kind of a negative rant on mm-hmm. big cities, but I do like Toronto. The time, mm-hmm. the, the couple times that I've been there and like been in the downtown area, mm-hmm. like I think that's a pretty nice, nice area. I actually, mm-hmm. I remember this, I wanted to get uh, super spicy chicken wings. Yeah. And I've, I found this place on, I don't know, on the map somewhere and I was walking across the mm-hmm. downtown area and a guy and his girlfriend came out of a gym and mm-hmm. were walking just a you know a few paces in front of me. Yeah. And lit up a joint and was just smoking it walking down the street. Packed street, nice. right? Like tons of people going everywhere. Yeah. Nobody was paying any attention. And I was like, that dude is just that dude's smoking weed walking down yeah. the street. He does not care. Like But he ain't bothering I, anybody. If a police officer were to to pull up, I don't think that guy would have cared. And that yeah. bu- that blew my American mind. I, I think that right? would have been a thing of like, hey, you gotta put, put that in there. All right, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna smoke my joint and somebody says I can't, and then if they say I can't, I'm just gonna go along with it. Sure. No sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like it's a, this is a new concept for for an American, right? Like I know there's places <laughs> in America now that we like that's that's yeah. fine, yeah. but um it's all these are all new concepts for me. Mm, yeah. Uh, let I don't me get know anything some, about this life. Yeah. Let me get to some other uh Canadian superheroes that Ooh, you would know. Okay. Oh, are, we, are we moving on from Superman? We're moving on from Superman. Okay. We're moving on to Marvel and we're gonna get the big man, the man with the claws. Best of what he does is that guy Wolverine. Wolverine is Canadian. You know what? I did know that because yeah. he was like an oil uh he worked in like a no, uh, maybe I'm I might be in one of the movies I think he starts off working and like you see him like Trying to lay low and not get caught in, up in all this bullshit. Saskatchewan, or we already mentioned Alberta. Saskatchewan or Alberta. Okay. You had the oil connection. Yeah, it was okay. up in Cold Lake, Alberta. Okay, uh, I think they do that. They do that in one of the um, in, in the first X Men movie. Like, sure, they get this guy Wolverine, and he happens to be in somewhere in Alberta, Canada. Well, what about Sabretooth then? Uh, probably also. I, I don't know for sure. I didn't see Sabretooth on there. I got a lot of this from a Mental Floss article that was like seven extremely Canadian superheroes or something like that. Okay. I'll, again, show notes. Um, so Wolverine is apparently born in Cold Lake. Uh, and I mentioned like the X-Men uh, movies. Uh, like a he retirement was at, village or hmm? something. Cold what? Lake. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a retirement. It sounds like where old people go to die. Or... Is it maybe the cold storage thing? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Or, um, or one of those like new like subdivision development things mm-hmm. filled with like McMansions that could be a Cold Lake. Yeah, uh, you know what? I have a faint note here. I'm gonna save that until I get later to another batch of Canadian superheroes. I got another one, another uh, Marvel one. Okay, it's Deadpool. Maybe Deadpool. Deadpool. Maybe? Why Deadpool? Maybe in the movie. Look at those notes, goddammit, okay. Ryan! You took all Number those one. notes and you didn't even Number write down. One. Yeah. Marvel officially lists him as being from somewhere in Canada, like an unknown, undisclosed location in Canada. Well, that sounds like the, the definition of Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> Just Canada somewhere. Somewhere. Um, also, in the movie, he says he's from Regina, which, again, is Saskatchewan. The city that rhymes with fun. Because uh, he's city making a rhymes. joke. Uh, right. Ah, he knows that we're watching him. So cute. Yeah. Uh, also, fourth wall. And, fourth and wall. Breaking. Right. Uh, oh. I mean, I don't. You know what? I think Ryan Reynolds is Canadian. He is from Vancouver. That also means that Pikachu is now also Canadian. You can't take it from us. It's ours. Why is that? Detective Pikachu. Do you not know about this movie? No. It may be the 
it may end up being the only good video game movie. Here's the t- so they what? made a game at one point. Bullshit! Have you ever seen the Super Mario Brothers? Oh, the uh, uh, cinematic classic. A cinematic like, classic starring John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins. Of course, Bob Hoskins, our greatest living, our greatest living thespian. He's not living; he died. Our greatest. Okay, <laughs> he lives in my heart. Damn it! Yeah, I, I I can't remember when he died, but it's been a couple of years. But I remember he I had to go watch. Uh, I had to dig up a copy of Who mm. Framed Roger Rabbit just to uh, uh, yeah. watch that again. Mm. So, anyways, um, you're claiming this is going to be the best. So okay, uh, video game movie. It is about a Pikachu, a okay. Pikachu who is also a detective. Pikachu wasn't originally talk. a video game, was he? Pikachu was from Pokemon. Pokemon's a video game, but it wasn't originally a video game. Yeah, it was. I thought it was a show. No, it was a show after it was a video game. It was a video game in really? Japan. Then they made the show. Then oh. they put out the game and the show at basically the same time in North America. Well, anyway, here it just is. Look I'm up, learning about Canada just and look up the trailers. It's amazing. It's very good. Um, okay. It also has sort of realistic looking Pokemon, but they don't. They're, some of them are a little creepy, but the Pikachu is very cute. But anyway, okay. uh, anyway, that gets through, you know, the ones you've probably known about. Um, now I'm going to go into some that are a little bit indie. And for this, we're going to need a little <laughs> bit of background. Okay. So here's the reason why we get all the ones weird... that never made it out of Canada. The ones that never made it. Okay. The only stuff that makes it out of Canada is the good stuff. And then there is one, actually there is a big Marvel one, but I get to that one later. I'm going to go through a couple of, um, yeah, I think for this one, I'm going to need. So there's this one guy named Captain Canuck and to explain him, I, you're going to need some backstory. Uh, there was actually a couple of Canadian during world war two, there was actually a ban in Canada on uh, foreign comics, which meant what? no American comics were coming in. Why is that? I have no idea. Because it was the war and for some reason. Okay. Anyway, out of that, there grew, you know, America is doing all these, let's punch the Nazis superheroes. Uh-huh. So we got to have our own, let's punch the Nazis superheroes. So right. they created a character called Johnny Canuck. Johnny Canuck. Who went abroad, <laughs> went to a whole bunch of different countries, crash landed in Libya, punched out, actually... I think he also, because everybody had to, punched out Hitler. Uh, there was another guy called Canada Jack, who's kind of interesting. Canada if Jack close Holstein, enough to Hitler yeah. to punch him in the face, yeah. why wouldn't you just kill him? Because they're superheroes. All they need to do is punch him in the face. And then it's like, he's learned his lesson. Yeah. Well, we punch him in the face, that's going to take apart the entire uh, Axis war machine. Yeah. <laughs> Told you we'll surrender within the, within the hour. Uh, yeah, yeah. Once he hears... You have a pretty good 40s uh, radio voice. The mid-Atlantic there. accent? Why, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love doing that accent. It is the best one. And also, if I do it, it's not racist. Because it's white people. Because it's white people. Yeah. I don't have to feel bad about this. Well, and it's not... I'm not it's offending a, anybody. It's like a way that he spoke on the radio. Yeah. It doesn't have anything it, to do with a um. They were literally like trying race. to merge every single uh, accent in yeah. sort of the the Atlantic-esque region. So to it sounded like it was from everybody. in an understandable way. And kind of. You kind of have to squish up your, your vocal cords a little bit like this. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. That's, yeah. You, you got a good one. Uh, all right. There was a dude, Canada Jack. He was kind of home front dude. Uh, actually, his comic... That they would highlight real kids' efforts on the on the war effort, real kids' contributions. Okay, which is kind of cool, you know. Like, hey, let's uh, let's talk about this. So let's talk about little Janie from uh, from Winnipeg. She's been collecting with a with a gal, pal, gal pals, collecting a whole bunch of cans. Those are going to make some great fighter planes for our boys over there. <laughs> our boys over there in Europe. <laughs> this is what Captain Canuck did. He was like it a was recycling. 
He Johnny like, Kinect just like, Johnny Kinect was just punching Nazis. Captain Jack was like, "Hey, I'm gonna like, well, there are spies coming over here. I'm gonna punch those. I'm gonna punch Nazis that make their way over here." Oh, Cap- wait, Captain Jack is different. Canada Jack, Canada, Canada Jack, Jack was a different. There was uh, Johnny Kinect who went abroad and punched Nazis, and Canada Jack who stayed home and punched mm. Nazis that came over here. But these are all World War II propaganda. These are all World War II propaganda guys. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, that uh, uh, there was another one that was created. Um, oh no, th- this is a different one. Uh, so that then the war ends and U.S. comics come flooding back in, and there is so we had a moment of having a Canadian homegrown comic book industry, and then it just got yeah. squished by a whole lot of American comics. Uh-huh. Then the '70s came, and you started getting indie comics creators, and mm-hmm. a lot of those indie comics creators probably grew up on guys like Canada Jack or. Or Johnny Canuck, or at least knew about them, and started thinking like, well, everybody else has got, they got American heroes. They got, you know, they got Superman. They got, you know, Captain America. Why don't we have anything like that? What the hell? And so a number of people created Canadian superheroes. Oh, actually, there is one I should I should talk about who is from uh, the the uh, from basically the wartime. Nelvana of the Northern Lights. Nelvana is actually one of the first female superheroes ever. Not the Hmm. first, but she actually predates Wonder Woman. She came out like a few months before Wonder Woman in 1941. Uh, She is is the daughter of Koliak, King of the Northern Lights, and is a secret agent during World War II. Uh, Some of her powers, they're all Northern Lights-based. So she's got things like she can turn invisible. She can travel at the speed of light on this cool, like, Northern Lights beam or whatever. Um, and actually, she's got this connection with a group called the Group of Seven. They're a group of painters. Is this all Marvel? Are these no? Mar- this is independent. This, this is, independent. is just. Um, um, we'll get back to Marvel in a bit. Um, she's inspired by some uh, bootleg comic book consortium. Like, independent. Independent. Shut your face. <laughs> all right. I do like indie music, so maybe mm. I should be giving indie comics a chance. They're I bet good. there's like a real. Mm-hmm. Are there still indie comics around? There's a lot of them. Uh, you know Scott Pilgrim? He's indie. Oh, really? Yeah, the, the, you know, the yeah, movie yeah, Scott, Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim in the end of the world. That, that one's also Canadian. Not really a superhero. Scott a Pilgrim in the. What was it called? Scott uh, Pilgrim in the end of the world? What was it? Scott no, Pilgrim in right. something. I keep wanting to think. The only thing that's coming to my mind is and the world of tomorrow, but that's not right at all. No, I don't think that's that right Sky either. Sky Captain. Sky um, Captain. Anyway, there was um, so the guy who created him had been talking to this one painter, really famous painter in Canada, uh, about this one lady he met who was either like Connie Novana or maybe Cecily Novana. Guy can't remember, but apparently this lady was awesome. So it was like he called her the Arctic Madonna, and yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that it, he was inspired to make this lady. Um, and it's also inspired a lot of other things, like uh, the name of one of our biggest animation production companies, the ones who make like Fairly Odd Parents or a lot of the the cartoons that are out there now. Um, oh, it's also linked to a character that I'll get to later. I'll try to come back to that. Uh, we have that one. Uh, oh, the other one I was going to do was uh, let me actually get. I'll show you. Nelvana. There's Nelvana there. Describe that to the people. Nelvana. So she's green. She's got a uh, little... What is that? I think it's like a... A headdress? Uh, a headdress. Yeah, well, she's Inuit. Or she's... 
she's based around Inuit legends, ah. which is a very Canadian. I like thing it. To, to so uh, at the bottom it says Eskimos, Mounties, Trappers. Is that like the 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 subject of the? Uh, I think it's like one of those taglines. Is that of like, who she fights? Here are the exciting things that are going to be going on in this issue. Is that who she fights? I guess. I think it's more like these are the things or you can expect to this, see. Is this who they market this comic book to? I, I, think, think, it's, I think it's like they market anybody. They to Eskimos, Mounties, and Trappers. If you want to see stories about cents. Eskimos, Mountains, and Trappers, this is where to go. And also a superhero lady. 68 pages. It says in big letters. Mm-hmm. Because you got because Canadians they love a value. We need to know, we need yeah. to know the value, right? It's like Sorry for money. I ain't paying for fifteen cents for no sixty-four page comic. All Not right. when I can get Nelvana. That's no. a full sixty-eight pages. I get my page per cent value. Yeah. If I buy Captain America, I only get sixty-seven pages. That's Don't bullshit. you know there's a war on? <laughs> yeah. We gotta cram as much story as we can. Uh, now the other guy who I want to show you is this dude, Captain. Captain. Oh Kanab. yeah. He was hey, one this of the guests from the 70s. So, uh, this is what you modeled your... Pretty much, yeah. Your... Um, <laughs> shit, I already forgot the name of that game. What was it called? City of Heroes. City of Heroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your City of Heroes is Captain Canuck. Mm-hmm. First fantastic issue. Yeah. So, in the 70s, there was a, uh independent comic, uh, grew, uh, independent comic <laughs> company that cr- decided to just create this one. What's it called? <laughs> okay, so this has, a, this has a little caption on the cover. It says, the opening saga of John and much, much more. Because Ooh. the opening saga I'm... of John, that's not enough. There's got to be much. The opening <laughs> saga of John, that sounds like the most boring saga ever. Like, <laughs> his name is John. Anyway, so that There's is... nothing wrong with the name John, but it's not an interesting name. It's not like it's Nelvana. Spelled... It's spelled with two N's. Oh, it's John spelled... with two N's. John with oh, two God. N's. Well, it's good, two ends. Come you know on. what? Then I guess they don't need much, mm. much more because John with two ends is the the height of the height mm. of uh, character and exactly. story development and <laughs> intrigue and. All right. Um, okay. So here's what you need to know about this. Uh, they started in the 1970s. I think it was like okay. 75 or so. Right. The yep. idea was, hey, we need our own, you know, superhero. Why not? Why the hell not? It is set in the distant future of 1993. <laughs> what year would this have been? The 70s. So 70s, I guess it kind of okay, was the distant yeah. future. But yeah. apparently in 93, according to these We've guys. We've already in, passed the back to the future year. We have, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Sci-fi always gets old eventually. 93. Um, and to these guys, in that mm-hmm. future of like 20 years in the future, Canada in their world would be the most powerful country in the world. Holy shit. Were those God some delusions of grandeur? <laughs> So, um, the guy in this one, his name is Tom Evans. His original job was a Mountie, because of course it was. Uh, and he got powers from this encounter with aliens. He, okay. There were aliens involved that's that a, gave him powers. Yeah, that's kind of a yeah. superhero trope, right? Like, they encounter aliens, and then boom, we can fucking fly across the galaxy. And then he joins up He joins up with this, like, secret agency-type organization to go, you know, fight you know, what do you do when you become a superhero and the government comes a calling? You know, you go like, cool, I'll go fight, you know, superpowered bad guys. That sounds cool. But then they remade it a while ago. Uh, there's this company called Chapter House, which I think there must be a Canadian indie comics label. Mm-hmm. Uh, label? Company? Publisher. Publisher. Indie comics publisher uh, who actually bought up a bunch of rights to the old, um, the, a lot of the old uh, 70s Canadian superheroes. So there's another dude named Northguard. <laughs> 
who was apparently some dude who he got picked to get to wear this like super powered suit because his brain waves happened to be similar to the guy they actually wanted. It's like it's like the uh, the TV show Chuck, but Canadian and more superhero-y. So mm. anyway, okay. Uh, but this Captain Canuck, they basically revamped it in twenty something, like the past twenty ten, and this is what they made. Check that one out. Yeah, it definitely has that kind of modern yeah. grit to it. His suit is He's definitely fighting a cooler. polar bear. He is fighting a polar bear with freaking police batons. Tonfas, maybe? I don't know. Not quite yeah, Tonfas. Okay. Nightsticks, yeah. He's got a bit more of like a robo suit sort of deal. Born of the true north and tested in the field of war. Yes. Tom Evans is Captain Canuck, Canada's greatest superhero. <laughs> because there's so many to choose from. <laughs> it's like saying you're the greatest of Canada's superheroes. Like, what is that, in a field of like seven? Well, in this one, he's also working with this lady. She's not so much super powered, but she's maybe the best sniper ever. She's uh, from Quebec, and her name is K E B E K E B E K, which spells out is Quebec. Quebec. It's like this is how you're supposed to pronounce it, you assholes. Right. Which it's is like... a very Quebec thing to do. <laughs> uh, which I quite I quite like. Um, and she's like real snarky, like this fucking guy. He thinks he's going to jump out of the helicopter. What that asshole. Smoking a cigarette. Yeah, like, I've never seen her smoking a cigarette, but she always looks like she could be. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> All right. Um, Zutalos. <laughs> Tabernak. Merde. <laughs> uh, let me get into, actually, a really cool group. Uh, have you ever heard... So, you know some stuff about Marvel, right? Do you know any oh, stuff yeah, about... yeah, I mean, I just saw Endgame. Sure. Do you know any stuff about the creators? So, basically, I'm an expert. Okay. Then uh, tell me about some of the people who made the comics. Name uh, two. Uh, Stanley. Name one more. <laughs> uh, huh? That's it. I got, That's you got, a, you nothing. got nothing. I huh? thought I could come up with a name, but okay. So there was Paul other... Feige. That's a that's a movie producer. It's yeah, not a comic he's book a guy. Who made, he, yeah, he's not involved with the comics, huh? Okay, so uh, there were a number of big names uh, along with Stanley. You got also got Jack Kirby who's responsible for a lot of the old look of like the classic X-Men. He was like the, the artist. Uh, another two that are big names that are actually responsible for a lot of the, um, the X-Men and a lot of the X-Men comics that you know of and a lot yep. of like uh, characters that were really popular, still really popular today, was uh, John Byrne and Chris, Chris Claremont. Uh, together they created you know stories like the Dark Phoenix saga, you know, where Phoenix is like, I've got a dark thing inside of me. It wants to burn the world. Oh, no, I'm burning the world. Oh, no. And they got a fighter. Uh, Days of Future Past. You know, when they made that movie where it's like future Wolverine and past the past Professor X who's, uh, is it Johnny Redman? Or am I thinking somebody else? Anyway, Days of Future Past is the big one where it's like. Uh, Johnny, that's, um, he's uh, <laughs> Fantastic Beast in order to find them. Yeah, I'm probably thinking of the wrong guy. Um, I don't know what superhero. Days of Future Past is one of the X Men movies that. Do you remember for a while they were doing like the X Men movies set in like the seventies, and then they did the one set in the eighties, where sort of like the backstory of the X Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With um, uh, the guy with thought was Johnny Redmayne, but I'm probably wrong. I can't think of words. I'm like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Who's who's that guy? Um, Magneto. Yeah. Uh, who played him in, in the series you're talking about? I don't about? remember. He's pretty famous, too. Oh, I don't remember, but I can see him completely. Anyway, uh, they did one English. called Days of Future Past, where 
in the future, the X-Men are being hunted I'm, by... I'm sure I saw that. Anyway, you've probably seen it. It's a big story. Uh, I don't Is Sansa go Stark in it? I don't think so. No. Why do I think she's in the Marvel? Is she not in the Marvel? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, yeah, I don't know what to... to anyway, whatever. Okay. Um, he's also kind of back responsible... Back to Canada. Let's stop talking yeah. about all these boring... No, no, back to John Byrne. Other stuff from John Byrne. Oh, he's okay. big... Uh, Marvel actually wanted to ditch Wolverine for a what? while. And it was John Byrne's idea to keep him around. He thought like huh. uh, that Wolverine was a cool character they could make work. He arguably the most popular exactly. superhero, yeah. right? Like everybody loves yeah. um everybody loves was funny, there was that uh, that uh, pic or animation Wolverine. I saw that kid in um in Africa who's looking at what's the guy who played Wolverine? That one dude. He's also Australian. I don't remember his name. I'm not remembering any names right the now. The actor who plays? The actor. Hugh yeah, Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. yeah. The, like, the, the kid sees yeah, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, we're both really struggling does, coming yeah. up with names here. Usually we're I better than that. day. So I think mm. I'm either, I either have had one coffee too many or one coffee not enough. I'm one coffee <laughs> short. I'm not sure which, but I'm <laughs> somewhere, I'm missing something. Yeah. Um, all right, so... Uh, what was I going to say? Wolverine, da, da, Hugh Jackman. Oh yeah, the the video of this little kid in Africa looking at Hugh Jackman. And he goes like, he does the thing with his like with his hands like they're snicked, and he goes like points at uh, at Hugh Jackman. Is like, shing, shing. is like you? And Hugh Jackman goes, yep, me. Like he kind of, it's all motions. It's kind of like snick the snick move. You, yep, me. And then the little kid's like, awesome. Gives him a fist bump. Mm. And it's this kid in the middle of Africa who like. I didn't know that kid saw Wolverine, but apparently that kid saw hey. X-Men. You know? Wolverine um, is ubiquitous, man. He's yeah. all over the fucking place. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also partially responsible for creating Ant-Man. You know, the uh, the most important character in Endgame who definitely, they did it, folks. Went right up in there. That was how they finished it. What are you talking about? You don't know about, oh man, oh man. There, I have to inform you about so many things. Do you not know about how the internet decided how Endgame was supposed to end? No. Uh-uh. With them killing Thanos. By Ant-Man. Should we spoiler alert this? Is this a... What are you talking about? This movie did just come out here. I'll tell you about it later. This. So what is a... Ant-Man was a, is supposed to kill Thanos? It was a pre-Endgame I guess it's, that's not really a spoiler. It's a theory. That? The theory was uh-huh. that the reason why Ant-Man was not involved in uh, in the first, in Infinity War and the reason why they kept him out of it was because they wanted him for Endgame so that he could go up Thanos' butt... And make uh, himself big, and therefore explode Thanos from the inside. Gotcha. It was dumb. It That's was incredibly weird, yeah. dumb. But yeah, it was like, still funny. Butts are funny. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, wh- who was your who's your boy earlier? <laughs> Brett Brett Butts. Brett Butts. This, is the, yeah. this is this is a underlying. This is an undercurrent of the show now. Butts. Um, all right. The one I wanted to mention was uh, Jack John. John Byrne? I thought it was Jack Byrne. Maybe I think of somebody else. No, Jack Kirby. John Byrne, yeah. John Jack Byrne. Stanley. Yeah. John okay. Byrne. John, John Byrne. Byrne is one of the bigs for comics writers. Um, and John Byrne created a Canadian superhero team that was a little bit obscure, but those who know about it are like, this was actually really good, especially for its time. Uh, it was called Alpha Flight. It was originally just created as something for Wolverine's backstory, but they ended up saying, this this group is actually kind of cool. I think I can do something with it. And they did a lot with it. It, it was an incredibly diverse team, uh, you know, sort of feeding into that Canadian diversity thing. Uh, Byrne was originally from Britain, but it lived a lot of his life in Canada. And I guess really 
liked its whole style. Hmm. Um, very diverse team, a lot of uh, indigenous people uh, or Inuit linked characters, a lot of diversity in, there was a character with, um, this character's men- mental illnesses involved, homosexuality is involved, body type diversity. It is, it honestly should kind of come back because there's a lot about it that would be great in our in our in current the, time. In the current like group. progressive discussions that yeah, we're yeah. having now? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So uh, the first one I want to talk Canada about. Canada be on the forefront of uh, mm-hmm. progressive ideology. We're trying our best, I guess. Trying our best. Trying our yeah, best. Well, we're all just trying our best, but you know. Um, okay, so some of the characters in it, uh, you got a guy named Northstar, the first openly okay. gay comic book character. Uh, he came out in 92 in the Alpha Flight and actually got married in 2012 in the, uh, one of the X-Men books. Um, Northstar was, and actually... Wait, a gay superhero got yep. married in... 2012. A, in 2012. Yep. In a Marvel... In, in a X-Men? Marvel comic book. Yeah, in an X-Men comic book, yeah. That's cool. Um... In Claremont and Byrne, when they originally created the character uh, back in the 70s, uh, they wanted him to be gay, but they couldn't say it because Marvel was like, nope, 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 we can't do that. Mm-hmm. And then, But then in the 90s, it was like, well, I think we can actually do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there were comic book fans whose heads exploded because, of course, there were. You changed something. I don't like it. Yeah. 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 Um, so, dude is from Montreal. His name is Jean-Paul Barbier. Uh, he... Uh, He's a champion skier. He's got a, a twin who's got sort of the same powers as him, which I'll talk about later. Um, super fast, can fly, energy blasts, a lot of like per- fairly standard powers of like, I'm the speedy guy with also lasers or whatever. Um, some other guys they had, they had his, I'm going to go into his twin sister who actually has dissociative identity disorder. The idea, the thing with her is they both lived in an orphanage and when her power started to manifest, like Norman Bates, uh, is that where is that like finished? where you're you're you have two people living inside you? Oh yeah, yeah. With her, the two people living inside her are her civilian persona and her superhero persona. Her civilian persona. She was when she was a kid. She was basically abused when she talked about her powers because uh, it was a Catholic orphanage and they all went a little crazy on her. And so she ended up developing this, she ended up becoming super repressed, but developed an alternate personality that was super outgoing. And they constantly are in battle with each other of like, what kind of life do you actually want? And how do you, uh, there's a lot of stuff of like how she can try to figure out how to, I guess, unite the two halves or make, figure out how to make the whole thing a part of her. But they, for the seventies, they dealt with it pretty okay. Uh, I don't know if it's a hundred percent now, but mm-hmm. that's kind of a neat idea. Uh, I mentioned Northstar. The main, the sort of team leader is this dude named Guardian, who is basically Canada's Iron Man. His name is James McDonald Hudson, which is like, you got McDonald, that's the name of our uh, first prime minister, and Hudson is in Hudson's Bay. Maybe the most Canadian name I've seen so far. McDonald Hudson. He he was like Iron Man, but instead of building his suit as a military thing, he built it because he wanted to help a mining company. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, actually, there was this cool article I saw um, where a guy went through like why he said, like, I used to love this comic a lot, and here's why. There's one episode where he's fighting a guy and his power suit core gets damaged, and he has to like disengage it. He's got like 10 seconds, and he's like, I can do this. I can get this fast enough. And then at the last second, his wife walks in, like having, his wife comes in having just escaped from something else in this whole massive, you know, 
chaos that's going on and yeah. it distracts him at the very last moment and he dies. And this is like still the 70s. It's pre-Game of Thrones, pre-anything like that. Yeah. People didn't just die. Not the main characters. Right, right, and so right. the kid reading is just like, what the hell just happened? I'm going to have to link that in the show notes. It's a great little uh, bit. Uh, you got a dude named Sasquatch who is... Not he real. Is, he is hairy like the beast and he is a big dude like the Hulk okay. and actually made from the same thing as the Hulk. He was a guy who... This uh, physicist who was like, oh, Bruce Banner, you're awesome. I'm going to do some experiments with gamma rays, but I'm going to do them in the north. And apparently, I just opened a portal to a mythic realm of great beasts. And now I am the Sasquatch. The Sasquatch. Yeah. He can actually control his whole thing. It's like, what if the Hulk could actually, you know, control his whole deal? What if he didn't go like, rawr, I rage. Right. It was more like, I'm just a big strong dude. I'm going to punch some guys. Yeah, uh-huh. this is fun. Love this. Uh, there was a guy named Shaman who was, um, well, the proper term is medicine man, but if you want to say Shaman is a shaman, you can say that. Uh, he was actually, he's First Nations Doctor Strange. He was actually a doctor, and then his dad said, you need to become the medicine man of our tribe. Let me give you all my powers. And he was like, all right, cool. His deal is he's got this medicine bag, and he can pull basically any mythic object he needs out of it. Okay. So you need some <laughs> cool shit. You need to, like Mary Poppins? Like Mary Poppins. Like, <laughs> Like Mary Poppins, but awesome. <laughs> like if Mary Poppins was like, hold like on, Mary, let me pull the, out this. I don't think you could just vial of the, acid. I don't know. I don't do like Mary Poppins, but awesome, man. No, it's not a, it's not a lame power at all. I'm Mary Poppins. He's <laughs> got a guy. Guy the galaxy. He's anyway. got a purse with infinite fruit roll-ups in it. Okay, <laughs> anything he wants. He can also call on native spirits to beat your ass because he keep making fun of his bag. Look. <laughs> I won't stop making fun of his little purse. All right. Um, let's see. We also got Snowbird, who is a goddamn actual Inuit demigoddess. Again, like with, uh, what's her name? Novana. Uh, she is half goddess, but her deal is she can <clears throat> turn into basically anything. Hmm. I've seen one comic where like she turns into a bear, then she turns into an owl. Then later on, she turns into a goddamn Novana. Tyrannosaurus. Yeah. Uh, it also has a lot she of your... like that was the that that that's probably my favorite Nelvana Nelvana the Northern Lights um yeah Captain mm. Can- Canuck whack mm. Mr Mary Poppins whack uh the other one we got we got two more we got Marina it's both two R's she's like Aquaman meets Superman she's an alien adopted by humans but those humans are from or like by people I say for my humans. And are all, these are all Marvel? These are all Marvel Alpha Flight team members. Alpha Flight. Yeah. Uh, so Marina was actually an alien who was adopted by a family in Newfoundland. Ah. And her whole thing is she is, a, she's like Aquaman. She's got all that like, I can just so be underwater and be super fast. For fishing. She used her powers for the ocean. She could do whatever she wants to with the ocean. I think she has literal water control. So she's like, oh, cool. There's a lake. Let me just smash you with that lake. Fuck off. So what Storm can do, but the Newfie version of it. I guess, sure. (laughs) And then there's Puck, and Puck is kind of awesome. Puck is... (laughs) Is he, like, shaped like a hockey puck? You know what? You got him one, actually. Hold on, let me show you the picture of Alpha Flight. So here's all the dudes. There's another dude with the Canadian, like, he's wearing a goddamn flag. That's Guardian. Oh, with um, the P. Kind of, like, stocky. The dude with the P, he is actually a normal-sized person who, because of some magic nonsense, has been shrunk down smaller. He's incredibly acrobatic and agile, uh, but he's also super dense. 
So like his body flesh is like a hockey puck. And he actually fights. <laughs> He's so good at acrobatics and so like like kind of fast and nimble that his whole deal is like just bouncing off of shit. And even like doing this, if he wants to go fast, he'll do this super fast cartwheel. So and his just alpha plow flight, over dudes. He's awesome. So his alpha flight is just. Oh, who's the lady that looks like uh, the sadness from uh, Inside Out? She's green. That's Marina. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like they they were just coming up. Okay, what do we know about Canada? Okay, they've got uh, Sasquatches mm-hmm. and. Um, We'll dress as one guy like a like a Molson Canadian, and we'll <laughs> we'll uh, ooh, hockey. They're into hockey, so a hockey puck guy. And then oh, we got to do some uh, some some uh, Newfoundland sea related bullshit, and mm-hmm. we got some some natives. Like they're just hitting all of the the Canadian whatever they were well, just was, thinking that was kind of. of the deal. Like let's get all of let's get all of Canada. Let's get you know a cross section of what our. What are people going to recognize about Canada? Yeah. Uh, so how is long it, is it, when is so when are the Alpha Flight? Uh, is you think Alpha Flight will be in Phase Four of the uh, MCU? That would be you know what I think if they're <laughs> gonna do, it would be kind of awesome. It, it would be kind of great. I could see them maybe doing a sort of high budget Netflix show. That'd be kind of cool. Like why not bring them back? Sure. I mean, let's be honest. No, you shoot not all your shit in Vancouver, so like why not drop us a goddamn bone? They're not doing any more Netflix things, I don't think, because of uh, Disney is coming out with their own little streaming. Oh, okay. Well, then service. whatever the Disney streaming thing is. Yeah, they might. Okay. They might produce their own uh, little bullshit show. Okay. Now we've gone through Alpha Flight. Alpha okay. Flight, pretty great. I think they should come back. Oh, actually, I did see a comic that's very recent where uh, Alpha Flight they've kind of gotten away from the whole Canada thing. And there's a couple of Alpha Flight members who are helping out Captain Marvel on a space station. And they call them Alpha Flight because they fly spaceships. Like starfighters. Okay. Um, But it's actually, it's a pretty good comic. Like, it's a good Captain Marvel dealing with stuff. uh, Dealing with, she's running the space station. So there's a lot of, like, there are problems I just can't punch my way through. Yeah. Which is good. If you got a superpowered character, you want to also get their human side. Right. It's like, I can't punch my way out of this problem, which is kind of annoying to me because that's my whole deal. But I can do this. I can I can deal with people. I'll make a bunch of mistakes along the way, but I can do it. I do a lot of stuff. I don't want to, <laughs> yeah. but I can. I would prefer not to. I'm a, I'm a lady of action, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, let me get to the last Canadian superhero because this is, this is a bit of a local flavor for me. Okay. And it is... What have you oh, saved for the so, end here? Oh, like, chef kiss, beautiful. His name is like... It's delicious. It's literal Captain Canada. Let me show you. Let me just show you. Let me just fucking show you Captain Canada. I'm going to zoom in on this. I thought he was going to be like some cod fisherman or something. Oh, so... I mean, but that looks like Captain Canuck. Sure, sure it does. It absolutely does it's look like Captain Canuck. It's just a red and white with a, with a maple leaf in the on the chest. But the background of it... Let me introduce you. What's the, I didn't mentor. see the background. I didn't get a chance to look at the background. What, what is that? No, no, no. I mean, not just the background of the picture. I mean, the background, the other stuff around him. He just kind of oh, looks yeah. like that. I have a big flag, big maple leaf on me. Yeah. Looks pretty good. That is his mentor. His name is Captain Newfoundland. Captain Newfoundland. He's also Captain Atlantis. And here's where we're going to get into some beautiful uh. bullshit. Here's the background. All right. So Newfoundland has a its own local media empire run by the Sterling oh, family. 
and started by Jeff Sterling, who is the New Age. He is very into New Age. I'm not going to... Uh, I want to say hippy-dippy... I'm going to just say hippy-dippy bullshit. Like, there are people who are into New Age stuff, yeah. honestly, and they, you know, they get a lot of stuff out of it. This dude is just into whatever New Age stuff he can find. He's maybe certifiable. And he's Captain also... Newfoundland. He's also... Ri- no, Jeff Sterling. I'll show you Jeff, Jeff Sterling. Sterling. Here's a picture. Oh, this of, is the creator. Not- this is the costume version of Captain Canada that shows up on NTV all the goddamn time. Tell the people about that costume and how what? bad it looks. That's bad. That's, it's very bad. Man, that's... uh, Like, there's cosplayers... That go. I'm putting it in the show notes. It's, mm, it's so good. Yeah, that, good? that's really bad. Um, I mean, because like, you can, like, people mm. like hobbyists put together better mm-hmm. costumes than mm. that. It's so bad. It's so, like his costume is very, uh, like in the actual comics, his costume was very like red uh, top. This weird mask thing that kind of makes him look like a Power Ranger. Uh, white maple leaf on it as pants have this weird stripey thing going on when you see the real life version it's just all striped pants the only thing you can see is this weird red and white striped pants which are dorky as hell captain newfoundland is like a big energy being with a cloak Mm -hmm. but his face is an outline of newfoundland Mm -hmm. now here's the reason why it's called captain atlantis as well because in this world atlantis which sank has a little tip that did not sink and that's newfoundland Hmm. Newfoundland is the tip of Atlantis. And Atlantis is a magical place. With aliens involved or something. Because that's the kind of shit Jeff Sterling believes in. Oh, I yeah. should go into the background of Jeff Sterling. Okay, so Jeff Sterling is an incredibly rich guy who basically started an entire media empire. He's got a TV station, which is actually a super station, which I think is only because it plays in a couple of countries in the Caribbean. But it's effectively a super station, like uh, you know, like TBS. Mm-hmm. And he's got a couple of radio stations. There's this TV guide-like magazine called the Newfoundland Herald, which actually I think used to be an actual newspaper until they bought it and turned it into a TV guide thing. Um, Jeff had this thing, and I'm gonna I want to actually save it for another like a full episode of showing you bits from late night NTV because one of the things Jeff Sterling would do was actually come to the station whenever he had a thought in his mind late at night. Get on there and use it as his own private YouTube. He was blogging before any of us, before the internet existed. But the only way you could do that is if you owned a goddamn TV station. Hmm. He would also show weird, weird shit later. It was night. vlog. He was like the original. Uh, he was the original uh, YouTuber. K- who is that guy? Who's a Casey Neistat? Is that is that what he does? I that one I don't know. Who That's, talks about the who talks about the nerd stuff on uh, Casey Neistat? Does like self help shit. Hmm. Who's the one that talks about nerd stuff on YouTube? Uh, a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I guess a yeah. lot of people. Yeah. Uh, are you talking about like nerdist or no? That's more of a podcast thing. I'm thinking Will of. Wheaton? Uh, yeah, Will I guess. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Moving on. Okay. Uh, so. So yeah, that, that's that's uh, yeah. that's fascinating. There. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this. Okay. So. Uh, you know what? Let me. Hmm. So the. Captain Canada Comics. A lot of this Captain Newfoundland, Captain did, Canada did Comics. Did this guy make any money doing that? Like, the, It was a side yeah. thing for him. He was like, I want to create a hero that's going to teach kids about like being being a hero. And also New Age bullshit. Yeah. Because okay. reasons. Um, so because I'm gonna, reasons. I found this. Now, the, the best thing about this is the... And I wish I could just show you the actual comic. 
right? Because uh, I found it at home. My father had at one point bought it for not very much money. It was pretty cheap. And they're actually super rare today. They're not like, there's not a lot of demand for them. I think there should be because they're amazing. Uh, like, Always looking for a value. Bullshit. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just full of amazing bullshit. Um, it, they're, he bought this and he's not a comic book guy. So I opened this comic book. It's like, oh, Captain Canada. I know that because it keeps showing up on uh, on TV all the time. Or like there's, they have it in the back of the Newfoundland Herald. You know, I see this character. Let me read this comic. I didn't know they actually made it as a, it was a comic. What the hell? And then I keep flipping through it. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? What is this nonsense? Okay. Let me start with this. Oh, oh, shoot. I turned off my iPad. Ah, okay. Here is the front cover of the comic that my dad had, which is the graphic novel book. It was called Atlantis. I mean, it doesn't look uh, it doesn't look horrible. It's actually I, by Boris Vallejo. The, the problem is, it's this it's the maple leaf. Like, I don't know. It kind of looks like look a, at all the other spacey nonsense going on. Forget about what he looks like. Look at all the other space nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Focus on the space nonsense. It's a little bit like the. You know, something from the mind of somebody who done a little bit too much LSD. So Jeff Sterling, basically. Yeah. The man, there's there's this legend that apparently he would inject liquid gold into his veins, Ooh. which I don't think is possible. But well, that's that's kind of what uh, you get a legend like that around you. you know. Cal Drogo did to uh, mm. Viserys in the uh, season one of um, Game of Thrones. Right, injected uh, liquid gold into his head and he died. Right. And that's why Cal Drogo was bad. But Jeff Sterling is not dead, so that must be not well, a true must thing. Must not be true, because be true. what I know about injecting gold into your body, not good. It's not good. Um, okay, so the main the character of Captain Canada is a guy named, where's his actual name? Daniel Eaton, who is chosen by Captain Newfoundland because he believes him to be, you know, have the makings of a great hero. And he gives him this suit, which he can control with his mind, but not all the powers are unlocked. Right, so uh, he has to, you know, prove himself worthy. Bunch of stuff happens. He, you know, saves this lady who is uh, some uh, hitchhiker who looks like Miss Canada, and a bunch of criminals decide to they want to kidnap her for ransom, and he fights them off as Captain Canada, and it's all cool, and he gets some powers, and that's all fine for now. We haven't gotten into the real nonsense. Then he gets. Then he gets summoned by a bunch of super uh, other superheroic entities, one of which is this dude. That's Captain Freedom. And so he's the American, right? He'd be the American version. Yeah, right? of course. He, so he goes and he meets a bunch of these, you know, uh, heroes that are related to different areas. The Captain Freedom one is supposed to be a big native dude uh, who can also, he's like, he is literally the great spirit. So he basically goes, goes and meets First Nations God. Mm-hmm. This will be a through line in this thing of meeting people. He also gets taught about, uh, he gets taught about, uh, you know, what is, what is, instead of having a fight, like having, you know, comic book adventure type stuff, instead they have a giant discussion about what freedom really means. A philosophical <laughs> and theoretical in the discussion. Comic book. In the comic in book. In the comic book, yeah, well, of course. Well, Captain Freedom is also a giant man who could shape change whenever it, he wants to. yeah. I guess for like comic books were 
at some point, like a, a vessel to get old mm-hmm. people to talk to young people, right? Like, to, to like this is what I want to impart. This is the wisdom I want kids to, to mm-hmm. follow. And yeah, uh, nobody actually pays attention to me in the real world. So yeah, I'm going to draw but a picture have some, you know, and put some feathers on and give them a, make them able to fly. Yeah. And, but at least they have some entertaining, you know, fights in action. This is literally, they just talk to each other for several pages. Yeah. And nothing else happens yeah, except the talking. I, there were, um, so, you know, I never got super mm. into comics, but I would, I would buy Spawn. Do you remember mm. Spawn? Yeah. Todd McFarlane. Um, and there were some episodes of that, some issues of that. I mean, uh, where it was like, just like half the issue was just talking and it's like not interesting mm. to even like illustrate yeah. That's uh anyways. All right. So the next then he goes and he meets a bunch of other ones. He actually meets a sort of a national type superhero, but just for Montreal, who's named Mademoiselle. Check that lady out. Oh, that's scantily clad there. Yep. Her base her entire suit is like black and shaped like the fleur de lis, but with everything that's not the fleur de lis is literal cutouts just showing skin. Oh, because yeah. it's Montreal, baby. Yep. Le Montreal du sex. Or whatever. Apparently, Montreal is where there's just a huge number of strip clubs in Montreal. Yeah, yeah. that's what I've heard. Mm. Those those uh, French Canadian gals. Anyway, while this whole thing is going on, there's a bunch of weird stuff about the super mafia. Like, there's these bits where they talk about the super mafia is going to do. We've got this plan to do a bunch of dastardly things, and we've imported a giant uh, robot from Japan. And that's like this weird underlying through line. And then in order for him to be finally become worthy and really truly realize the truth of the universe, uh, he needs to talk to Captain Newfoundland, who gives him this. Check that thing out in the corner of that picture. Holy Gospel of Consciousness? Yup. That is some New Age bullshit. It goes 100%. If you thought the New Age this bullshit... Isn't, we're not in Marvel. This isn't Marvel. No, anymore. this no. is entirely... Okay. I thought, this I is thought what not. happens. I thought you said it was... Yeah. This is what weird. happens when a rich dude gets a guru and decides he's going... He's, yeah, he's trying to impart his wisdom on, on the youth, right? Exactly. People won't... The kids won't listen to him in the real world, so he's like, oh, make a comic book. That'll yeah. get it. That'll really help me connect with the youngins. Anyway, he's so supposed to... I can to, talk about my, the yeah. crystals that I want you to Exactly. Eat he meets a bunch whatever, of other people. Whatever. He meets... While he's off in the astral plane, he meets with Japan's a hero who is named Japan. Japan's hero is just named Japan. Yep. He, mm. uh, and then he encounters some goddess named Vina and another godly figure. Let me show you. Let me show you how his whole astral plane adventure ends. This two-part thing. Check out what's going on on the left page. Who's that guy who's there? The no Captain idea. Canada just met. Who is that? Is that Jesus Christ? That is Jesus. He meets literal Jesus Christ. Oh man! And the next this 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 is the greatest two page spread. This is what I, this is the reason why I wanted to do this podcast. Wait, because no, his name is not Japan. His name is uh, Shogun. Is no, that right? Shogun is the robot. Oh. Japan is the actual hero. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, this is weird. It's the greatest yeah. two-page spread in all of history. I remember flipping to that page and saying, wait a second, Captain Canada just met Jesus so and unlocked the, his true powers? You had this graphic then, novel? 
my dad had it and I yeah. found it. Look, I need to say this. I need to get this out. Page the left. Captain Canada meets Jesus, finally realizes the truth of the universe and unlocks basically all of his powers. On the right page, you learn the truth of the plans of the super mafia. They want to kidnap the most beloved people in the world. Queen Elizabeth II and Prince Charles. Super beloved people. But who's there to protect them from the giant samurai robot with these weird fucking laser cannon nipples? Did you not see the laser cannon nipples? Look at their nipples. Who's defending them? It's Wayne fucking Gretzky with a hockey stick. No powers. Just a hockey stick. He's holding it up against the giant. Is that Wayne Gretzky? That's Wayne Gretzky. It's Wayne Gretzky there to defend Queen Elizabeth and Prince Charles from being captured by a giant samurai robot because so they can be ransomed because literally everybody loves them. Wow. I'm, I'm buzzing right now. That's I'm on fire. That's bonkers. It is insane. I remember flipping, what the fuck is this? That's awesome. I love when it's stuff like so that gets made. It's just so stupid. ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's. Now, so the nah, guy, the guy who made huge. it is really like, he's serious or he's not. He was serious. He was 100% serious. Anyway, then they have a big fight, and just after that, there's there's nowhere to go. Yeah, there's down. no, you can't come back. Oh, also, the people, the guy running the super mafia is a guy named Remlin, the who's super actually mafia. Merlin, but that's dumb. That's, uh, we've passed the best part. We've mm. passed the climax. Everything else is denouement, even if it's supposed to be actual plot. That's Captain Canada. He's incredibly stupid, and I love him. Yeah, that's bonkers. And that is that is it for Canadian superheroes. That's all I got. I'm, um, I'm going to go back. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and and say, uh, good thing that Deadpool and Wolverine they deserve to uh, make it across the border. <laughs> um, maybe Alpha Flight. Maybe they can have a couple of minutes in one of the. Uh, maybe they can make a comeback in the, in the Marvel comic universe cinematic. What do they call it? The cinematic universe. MCU? MCU, yeah, yeah. Maybe the Alpha Flight can make an appearance, but they don't get their own movie, though, that's for sure. It would, it would and be then nice to their own movie, these other boys, maybe just um, leave them to, to their own. Captain Ca Canada's ridiculous. Captain Canada is beautiful. Captain Canuck He's a beautiful and pure ridiculous. soul, and I love him. <laughs> He's my dad now. <laughs> though, I mean, to have a... Mm. Like they say, like Captain America is pretty ridiculous concept too. But eh, and he's he's got all dumb. three movies. And, mm. Uh, mm. Somebody um, posted something I saw online that said mm. uh, when I was reading about Endgame mm -hmm. um, that said Chris Evans has played Captain America every year for the last ten years. Really, he's been in a oh, movie yeah, as do, Captain yeah. America. Every year for the last huh. ten years. All right, yeah, he's been a long. It's been a long run with that. Um, all right. Well, with that, I think we're we're out of heroes. We're out of hero discussion. So, uh, you got anything to plug? Uh, nope. Jordanray.com. Nope. Really? Okay. Uh, and I've also got nothing to plug. I'm not doing. I'm not doing nothing except this show. We're gonna plug this show. We're gonna plug this show on this show. Yeah. Uh, CanadianBorderPatrol.com. CanadianBorderPatrol.com. That is our website. Also, if you want to see more about the show, so for our show notes, you can go to CanadianBorderPatrol.com and learn more about the show. Uh, our show Twitter is at, at CanBorderPatrol. Uh, 
we're not the actual we're not an actual government agency. Please don't be mad at us. Don't be confused. Don't be by confused. our official natures. Yes, yeah. we uh, are very official guys. Do you like, want me to put up the email? I got an like, email. When people see me, they oftentimes think like, "Is that dude like in charge of stuff?" Do well, you and look I have like to, you should be in charge of stuff? And I have to tell them I'm not in charge of stuff. <laughs> um, I I know it looks like I should be. Yeah, but I'm not. But you're not. Uh, do you want me to share the the show email? Because we got an email. Oh, sure. What it's it? uh, canborderpatrol at gmail.com. So. Perfect. And most importantly, uh, our theme song is North America by the Mortar League off their album Acknowledge Acknowledge. They're a great little band. They're a great bunch of Canadian, great bunch of eyes. So, you know, uh, listen to their stuff. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. Yeah. And uh, with that, I think the border is open. I think the border can can be opened up. Yeah. That border is open. Get across there. Alpha flight.